All right, Brantley. All right, Harley. I came home from work to see my wife crying on the couch. My wife is a truck, and when she cries, she honks, honk, honk. Truck wife said, honey, I'm pregnant. So I held her by her side mirror, which is her hand, and then I gaze into her windshield eyes. I said, I'll be proud to be the dad of your truck, baby. Then the truck gave birth right then and there. Out of her tailpipe, which is her pussy Squirting out the tailpipe, what did I see? A little baby truck that looks sort of like me It was a full-size truck covered in human skin It started screaming in a human voice It said, please kill me, I'm constantly in pain Why do I exist, please, in my life? I said, no, you're my son And I'm proud to be the father to this Human skin truck, baby Human skin truck, baby Human skin truck truck baby skin truck skin truck human skin truck baby yeah yeah toot beep beep honk toot honk honk beep toot beep honk boop beep boop right hey everyone welcome to burn it down this week we watched to tame so make sure you get your oil changed we are here with matt hempke how are you doing buddy i'm doing quite good and i'm your host mike allison yeah, somebody told me, man, we got to see this movie. It's going to be super good. It's cat. Super <laughs> good. And it's going to be the best movie I've ever seen. I'm so excited. You need to come all the way to the city so we can talk about it. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> about that, Matt. Tell me about that. Well, okay. Let's reel it in. That is exactly what I said. It's exactly what he said. <laughs> I told him, I pitched him that we should see this movie because this movie won the Palm d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival. That's the the highest honor that a movie can get in the Cannes Film Festival. Previous winners like Pulp Fiction and The Tree of Life uh, and Parasite. So I thought that uh, maybe this would be a good one to discuss and talk about. Plus, I heard that it was batshit crazy. And I, I think it delivers. Yeah, fine. You're right. It is batshit crazy. But, like, yeah, not in a good way most of the time. <laughs> um, the be- Let's just start at the beginning. Because okay. in my personal opinion, the first 20 minutes, maybe, make it where I didn't want to watch it. But then after that, I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. But the first 20 minutes are overly sexual and overly, like, it's, like, weirdly disgusting to watch. Yeah. This movie uh, is an assault on the senses, and I think by design, that was uh, the filmic intent of uh, whoever made this film. I just looked her up. I can't remember her name. Uh, Written and directed by the woman who made the movie Raw, which I've never seen. I've heard good things. Is that the one where the girl eats people? Yeah. Okay. Um, Good things about that, too. so. (laughs) uh, So, I... I wanted to see it just because I'd heard how bonkers this was. And I will say that, like, I kind of appreciated the artistry of the movie, even though I don't care to watch this movie ever again in my entire life. Yeah, I don't think you couldn't pay me to watch this again. There are parts that I'm like, this is interesting and good and fun. But then there's like, 
like I'm, I'm going to just harp on the beginning because even though if it was a stylistic choice, it wasn't entertaining really, unless that was like your specific thing that you thought was entertaining because there's just too many. Like it's like all the guys at the car show that are ogling the girls, which is a real thing. But then that got way too sexual and it lingered too hard. It it starts off like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, but like in but not fun. <laughs> no, I thought it was gonna be Drive. Yeah, you haven't seen it. I still haven't seen Drive because she's walking around with that tiger jacket. And yeah, I'm like this is just Drive all over again. He's got a scorpion on his jacket. <laughs> um, but nope, it's not like that. It's not, and it's and we have to also say it's in French. Oh yeah, so this is a we we haven't told people what this movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's launch into this. The, like, in order to dissect this movie, one has to know kind of what it's about. And it's really like three movies in one. And the three parts don't really interconnect, except they do. So part A is it's sort of like a deconstruction of a serial killer Joker style, uh, where you have this woman who has undergone a great tragedy and is like hypersexualized and is killing people, men and women. And the world knows about her, so she's trying to hide from it. That's the A plot for the first half of the movie. The second half of the movie, then, is about her disguising herself as this lost boy and then living with the father of this lost boy and pretending to be this boy as an adult uh, and living her life... uh, hiding as this boy but then they're connected the two halves are connected by a scene that happens in the very beginning where this this uh, little girl gets into a car accident and gets a titanium plate put into her head and from that moment onward she finds herself not attracted to men and women but to cars and gets impregnated by a car (laughs) in the first act and is slowly becoming more and more pregnant and leaking motor oil out of her uh, vajayjay. And, and, Let's uh, use the clinical term. <laughs> vajayjay. And uh, as well as uh, leaking motor oil out of her, her nipples and stuff uh, throughout. Her bazoombas, okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and so she keeps having to tape her chest and her belly down to disguise the fact that she is not a woman but she's this boy. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie. But you did say that the second half of the movie, that's also the A plot. But for the second half of the movie... <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's got two A plots, but <laughs> neither of them go anywhere almost. It's kind of weird. The first half of the movie is just such... So in your face, so crass, so violent, so over-sexualized and over-violent. And then the second half is kind of sweet in a weird way. (laughs) And that's, and I will say this, the second half of the movie I liked. Yeah. Was it uncomfortable a lot of the times? Incredibly. Yeah. But I liked that part of the movie because it was interesting. And I thought that this movie was incredibly long. I was like, man, this is a really long movie. It didn't help that I had 30 minutes of previews before the movie. And it wasn't, (laughs) that's not an exaggeration. No, that's true. And, I'm like, this is, it's not even two hours. No, it's an hour and 45 minutes, I think. Hour 44. Yeah. And that's including the the credits. That, yeah. So I'm like, that felt like an eternity and it wasn't even that long. They could only cut out 15 more minutes. Yeah. Uh, 
I, uh, yeah, you're right. It did feel over long. I will say that I don't think there was any elements that were bad of the movie, but the movie doesn't come together in a way that acts as a movie. It acts like two short films bridged together by a really weird pregnancy storyline. It's like somebody had a fever dream and then they filmed it. Yeah, but absolutely. I, yeah, I was thinking the whole time, like, either this person doesn't know how to write a movie or they don't know, in France, none of the people there know how to make anything. <laughs> like, this is like a Picasso of, uh, of filmmaking. The I'm... You're more critical of visual and like <laughs> yeah. thematic stuff. I'm incredibly critical of story beats. So yeah. in a movie where there are no there's story beats, but it also is very, very inconsistent and like weird things happen. I have a lot of questions. It's a slice of life movie from it, from a perspective that can never be. <laughs> yeah. The here's one of my first questions. Just to get, let's just dive yeah, in. Let's let's do this. Why? <laughs> and you just end <laughs> it. it. No. So they, the girl, the main girl, she kills that man at the beginning, and then she goes to the shower off. That car comes. Okay, <laughs> and it sure comes. Yeah. Here's my question, though. I feel like that was the first time that they were together. Yeah. Because she's so confused and like about the whole situation. Yeah. I can't believe that. She's like, oh, I'm all bruised up or whatever. And I'm like, what? Because isn't like we learned at the beginning that she loves vehicle. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, why would that be the first interaction? I, I don't know that it was. I think it was the first time. With that car? With Maybe with that car. Or, Yeah. I getting into the minutia of what this movie is trying to do or say is just like really weird. But like the the thing is is like as I've described it or we've described this movie, it sounds like laughable. It plays it 100% for serious as if this is the str- uh, like strongest drama that you will ever watch. There's no levity. However, it gets it so funny. <laughs> it is the funniest thing. Because it, it does have a weird, dark humor to it, even though it, like, begs you not to acknowledge it. Oh, you're laughing, but yeah. it, you feel awful. Yeah. <laughs> when she kills the first guy, it, like, she, she, they just have a scene of her in the shower. By the way, at the after, like, 12 minutes of this movie, nudity has no meaning anymore. Yeah, I'm just like, I've seen enough. <laughs> um, I've seen enough of this person for a lifetime. Yeah. She has a scene where she showers off. She goes into her car, gets attacked by this guy, kills the guy, and the guy just repeatedly regurgitates all over her. And then she gets annoyed that she's got, like, regurgitation on her neck. So then she goes and showers again, and that's when the car (laughs) hits her up for... Yeah. Yeah. And she goes outside. First of all, she doesn't know what's out there. No. And she goes outside stark naked after just being assaulted. Yeah. I will say, though, she loved her weapon. Yeah. That sweet hairpin. Yeah. Stick it right in his ear. Oh, man. The body horror elements of this movie, man. They go for it. Yeah, but it's not even like that. It's so weirdly sporadic, the body horror, that it's like you kind of... When you get to the part, the second half of the movie, when she's pretending to be the boy... Yeah. You almost forget about it. The only reason you don't is because 
they keep showing it. Yeah. And like, obviously they're doing it for the, the body horror aspect of it. But I'm like, I'm like, I kind of like this weird movie that's in the middle of this. That's not, if they didn't have that car in there at all, that would kind of be a compelling movie. That I, the car is what makes the compelling for me. That, really? Yeah. I, I dug the car and I felt bad that she cheated on that first car with, with, the, fire with truck. the fire truck at the end of the movie. And then she was about ready to, to burst. Yeah. So I'm like, dog, I can't be healthy for the the baby. I think that's what provoked the baby to like, like I ain't about arrive. This life. Uh, she gives birth in this film. Um, the So like after a while she's trying to hide and become a boy and she tapes her belly down but every time she reveals her belly to herself she's like constantly itching her belly yeah and then she itches so vigorously she punctures a hole through her belly to a metal plate that rests inside and like yeah the body horror elements of this are yeah, just she's got like a metal oh. and then when she gives birth her where she had her surgery yeah that like splits open, so she like got more metal in her than just that. Other yeah, than, you know, so like that's interesting. And the baby's part metal. Yeah, I said in the movie theater because there's only me and two other people. If that's not a baby truck, I'm out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be a. I wanted a truck. I literally wanted that song to be the what happens in this. I want a truck baby with human skin. Yeah, that's how it should have ended. I I wanted the the baby to have more. Truck vehicle like features, yeah. Like its eyes are glowing. <laughs> like, it's this, I wanted lights. this to be a stealth prequel to Cars. This is how that movie oh comes God. to be. It'd <laughs> be so funny. My here's my so I'm fine. I'll I'll I, I talked it off to that the tape that she was using to cover herself up. It's magic, okay? Yeah, because she can make this incredibly pregnant stomach look like it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's a magic wrap. Okay. And I'm like, fine, I can get behind that. But here's what I can't get behind. That baby's got a metal spine. It can't grow. <laughs> Unless it's got magic metal body. Yeah. It's I didn't think have, about that. It's going to be like weird mutates. It's like uh, babies that are born with like the Harlequin ichthyosis thing where mm-hmm. the, the their skin is like a hard shell. Yeah. Yeah. So I want a movie like 20 years from now of that baby growing up. You you want them to do like the Before Midnight trilogy uh, with this? Did you ever see the... No. Richard Lankletter made a trilogy of movies uh, before sunset, uh, before uh, sunrise, uh, before midnight. And he just dips in on this couple every nine years. And so you want to like have this, like dip into this child's life. Yeah. Every- I want him to like... Look for his father. <laughs> and he finds him in like a junkyard. That sounds beautiful. And he's like old and rusted. And he's like, I never wanted you, son. And then the son is like half car now or whatever it would be. Turns into a motorcycle or something. He's a transformer. How about <laughs> yeah. I think that's compelling. The thought of like what kind of creature it would turn into. And then have him go on a little journey, brave little toaster style or whatever. <laughs> him and his other car mutants. I... <laughs> to the junkyard. All right. So what what worked for you with this movie? What worked for me? Yeah. The 
I thought the scene where she's killing all those people in that house, right? Was good. That's so I'm good. Like, yeah, she's not. She's too impulsive to like plan anything. So there's so many people in that house that she's just like. Oh my god! How many of you are there? And my, that guy was just genuinely so nice. Yeah, I like that. His name was Juju. Justice for Juju. Um, he was the nicest guy. I also I liked the the first dude that she kills there, because uh, she kills the girl first, then she kills mm-hmm. the dude that was running around. She kills him with a stool. And it's so physically taxing on her that she has to, to then sit down. Sit, sit down on the stool and take a, a stool to take a breather. That's my favorite part of the movie. That that she kills everybody except for the girlfriend, the like of the guy or whatever, the other yeah. woman in the house. And I'm just thinking that girl could have fought way harder in that fight down the stairs. Yeah, she was barely doing anything. How did she escape? I'm like, there's no way she could have escaped that crazy person, whatever. But then they make a sketch of the main character, like, wanted for whatever. I can't read French, so I'm hoping, yeah. assuming it's a wanted poster. It does not look anything like her. I know. I thought that, too. I was like, they couldn't have found a better artist to, like, capture her likeness. Because I'm like, she'll get away. <laughs> like, they could have just taken a picture of her and then put it in, like, MS Paint and made it a cartoon or whatever. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, that scene worked for me. Um, the entirety of the, her and the old man, the father, like coming together yeah. and like slowly working to make it work. Cause he, cause you're like, does he really think that's the son? Uh, when does he, when did he realize it wasn't? I, my thought was it was right at the beginning, but he yeah. just was so desperate that he just was like, yeah, I'll just take somebody in and love them. Yeah. But the question I have, what happened between the bathroom scene where she's like shaving her head or, and her eyebrows and breaking her nose and to where she's in that like containment area? Yeah. I want to know how she like comes out to the police and says like, hey, I'm this lost boy, Aiden. Like we don't get any story of how that happened. Wait. She saw that kid's face on the screen. Yeah. And then presumably goes to the police and says, like, I'm that me. A person that's not... That could not... Of all the people you picked, that could not be you. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird subplot throughout the whole movie as well. They keep watching, like, things on the news of missing kids from years ago, and they have, like, age-up sketches or whatever. Yeah. What worked for you? So, most... Aspects of the movie worked independently for me. I liked the body horror stuff. I liked the, so I liked most. So I kind of like I buy into the like themes and stuff in the movie. I think the movie after it is doing its like serial killer thing, it becomes like a sort of trans allegory, right? Where she is this boy, and then the father is like has a moment where he catches the boy in the closet dressed in a dress and stuff like that. And, uh, sorry, uh, boys in the closet in a dress and, uh, they have like a quiet understanding. And then like two scenes later, uh, he, the, the father sees, uh, the boy in the bathroom as she physically is a female, but tells, tells her that 
he doesn't care. She'll always be his Aiden, uh, Aiden or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like has this trans allegory, but then the trans allegory gets thrown out the window during the birthing scene where she like dead names herself. So I don't know if the trans allegory holds up, uh, or if it does, it becomes kind of like transphobic because of the whole body horror elements of like the body dysmorphia and stuff like that. That's an interesting take. I don't think that's what they were going for. Okay. That's where I kind of landed. And I, Be- well, because most of the people in the show seem homophobic. Yeah. So it would be really, really weird if like it was about that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been. It worked fine, I guess, if that's you can t- want to read into it like that. That's not a problem for me. We got a fuzzy little dog, and it really wants some food. The thing is, is I can't get her food. She can't eat her food, though, because she's on a diet. That might not be true, though. That is not true. The uh, dog barks at her food because she doesn't like the food that she's given. Wow, what a little... So she will bark for like five minutes straight. What a funny little dog. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, the elements I liked, I I liked the horror elements of the first half. I liked that reading of the second half. I liked the body horror stuff. My favorite scene was them, the people getting killed in the house. Uh, If... For the for like any horror movie and gross out movie to work, you have to be grossed out. And I still can't unhear the sound of her rubbing her teeth on the nipple ring and then like oh, yanking. Yeah. I had to cover my eyes. I I was shielding my entire body. I was freaking the f out. I couldn't handle that. I'm good on that girl for just like slapping her all the way. Like yeah. Yeah, that looked real. Like, I want to know how much of that was real. That looked 100% real. Like, that was horrific. This whole movie's real. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) I just gurgled it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Everybody, we're we're fine. We're okay. Um, I liked... Yeah, I, I leaned more towards the second half because... I thought that was interesting. I like the murder and whatever, but then when it kind of was the only truck was or the car was only happened once. And at first I was going to thought it was like murder and then the car. And then it was like, Oh, like she gets like compelled to like murder because that's like what revs her engine. And then she goes out with her boyfriend in the car. Did you want it to become like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of movie where like her and the car team up to. No, I genuinely thought that like she had like impulse issues and she would like murder somebody and then she'd be like I'm gonna go f- fuck this car <laughs> and then the car was like I'm all about it but no it was only a one time thing yeah I so here's my thing here's my biggest problem with the movie this movie is weird and like super weird but it never leans into how weird it is like it never takes a moment to acknowledge how weird it is and I feel like if you're making a movie where you have a car I don't even care if it's an allegorical comparative that I'm not reading correctly or whatever that you have a car impregnate a woman and have like a car baby later, like lean into the weird, go all out and make this a somewhat fun experience. Cause this movie is not fun. It's not fun at all. No, it is the it's, antithesis of any kind of entertainment. It's gen like you laugh because it's awful. Yeah. Like not like awful. Like to, it's just, it's mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ugly movie. Yeah, and the and then the, the the reviews of it saying that like, oh, it's like 
What did you say that they said it was? This movie received a nine-minute standing ovation. Those people are drunk. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Should happened. I say that joke? <laughs> Go for it. I said on the way here that the people that rev- gave this good reviews uh, must have had COVID because they don't have any taste. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, nine-minute standing ovation. This movie received a nine-minute standing ovation. It, To be fair, it also had, like, sort of... I love it or hate it response. Like there was some vitriolic uh, response to this movie from okay. a couple of ardent critics. That's fair then. But the ones who were receptive of it, like were responsible for getting it, the Palme d'Or. Well, here's the question then. Were a lot of those people foreign? Uh, in like, One would imagine that most of them are because it is not an American sensibility film. It could be like the French have always been like made movies that don't necessarily translate well internationally. Okay. Well, the French made rubber, right? I I think rubber was like a Texas movie, wasn't it? I thought it was set there, but I thought it was whatever. I thought that this movie was trying to be rubber, but not doing it. The way that Rubber did it. Yeah, Rubber was fun. Yeah. Rubber had, like, reasons. And, like, <laughs> even though it's really, really stupid, you could get behind it and, like, enjoy yourself or not like it and be just bored. Not repulsed. <laughs> yeah, this movie is repulsive. Um, <clears throat> I'm just, just thinking about it. Um, the fire captain, whatever his name was. Vincent. Vincent. I like that he said at the very beginning when he picks up the sun, if anybody hurts you, including me, I will kill them. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, so and then you find out he's like injecting steroids, I'm assuming. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a battle of the like a battle because this girl can't stop murdering people. Yeah. Everybody she sees has to die. So I'm like, this is going to end up being like a fight to the death over here like battle royale and i was like when is this gonna explode and that's why i like i gravitated to that because then i was like oh like she's actually like coming into this trusting him and believing that he doesn't that he will protect her and he doesn't care he that's it's not her his son he's just like you're my son now yeah I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like the relationship between the son and the dad. Uh, however, <laughs> there's too much kissing. Yeah. Like it, I think like the forehead kisses or whatever aren't weird. If, no, they're fine. If you didn't know what was happening, yeah. I also have issues with like my life. So, <laughs> so, like, so I get real repulsive about certain things, but like, yeah, the forehead kissing, whatever. That's a thing. That's fine. But then it got weird. It got really weird. What did you think about... Oh, okay. Here's my other question that I genuinely don't know the answer. Because one of the firemen, Conscience, I think... Yeah, Con- is, I think Conscience was the name. Figures out yeah. that through seeing... Describe what this uh, woman looks like after she gets picked up by the uh, the Vincent. Because she doesn't look anything like what she used to look like. What does she do to re- renovate herself? It is one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in my life. She Well, she cuts her hair. 
in like the worst possible way. Yeah. It just, she just, she was not committed to cutting her hair. <laughs> it didn't turn out horrible though. No, but it was definitely, uh, it a was a look job. Yeah. Uh, then she needs to have like a, a broken nose. So she repeatedly smacks her face on a, a bathroom sink until she breaks her nose. And it's, jarring oh my god i couldn't watch it and she shaves her eyebrows oh and she shaves her eyebrows that's right that's not the part that was jarring though yeah the pat smashing her face on the sink i have a story for you oh no um in high school one of my friends was on the diving team yeah and he dove into the pool and he's like got a bloody nose so we're like oh whatever he goes in the locker room this is during like a, <laughs> a, a gym class where we have swimming so he goes in the locker room, and I, I'm supposed to have a partner. He's my partner, and I'm like, he's been in there for like 10 minutes. I'm going to go see if he's okay. The teacher's like, yeah, check on him. He's in there holding his face, blood everywhere in the bathroom. His nose is all messed up. He's like, I slipped and hit my face on the sink. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm laughing hysterically at him. He's laughing at himself. He's his nose is messed up. It's he's bleeding everywhere. I go get this teacher and the teacher's just like, what am I supposed to do? Go to the nurse's office. And I'm like, just want to check and see if he's alive. Like, why am I the one helping him? Anyway. So all I could think of during that scene was my friend smacking his face and like seeing how he did it. Cause he like showed me. And I was like, that's the most awful thing I've ever seen in my life. I do not want to watch this person smash their face on a sink because it's horrifying. And it was horrifying, and I covered my eyes. Yeah, I could look at, like, a lot of the violence in the movie. Yeah, I'm normally, like, don't get me eyeball stuff, but that nose was too close to the eyeballs. Yeah. But the ear poke? Not too bad. I don't care. I was hoping for more. Yeah, that didn't bother me too bad. Get him right in the ear. Yeah. It's, perfect. it's a perfect slot to slam. <laughs> the stool through the jaw was pretty upsetting. Yeah, that was hard. That was a very, like, American History X, like, oh, get you. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, back to my point about conscience. Yes, sorry. Conscience. Um, Does he die? (laughs) I don't know. Because he gets blown up in the woods. So here's the thing. Is conscience real in that movie? Because conscience is, like, a name no human would ever have. That's his nickname. Yeah, I, I know that they sort of say that. But then, like, he like he's clearly there, but at the same time, like, th- yeah, he he dies in the woods, right? Like That's what I thought. Yeah, he definitely blows up. He was holding that propane tank. Yeah. And, like, Vincent gives him the propane tank because, and it goes back to that whole thing, like, if any of these people hurt you, and he knows that conscience is about to out her for who she is yeah for being the murderer so my guess is like vincent willfully kills conscience but he's in the so that's what my question is because later when they're having the mosh pit at the fire hall (laughs) yeah they go hard man he's not dead he's in the is she just seeing him there or is he there I don't know. I See, that's where I'm like, I don't, like, the fact that he's named Conscience, I feel like, is a deliberate choice because of that scene there. Also, the fact that, like, uh, like he, the dad has to kill Conscience in order to preserve 
the identity of his son or whatever. Yeah. And the fact that it was the number two man. Yeah. So he was like the angel on the shoulder, basically. Yeah. So it's like a double meaning, but definitely like what you said, you have to kill your conscience to do this. Yeah. Um, good. Good pick up on that. Yeah. If they are not. So here's some, this is weird because if they are not dead, that's weird because there's no way they'd live. No. But if they are dead, they're having a fire hall rave right after <laughs> one of their people died, like that same night. Yeah, it's it's super weird. There's no reason for that rave scene to happen. It just it kind of happens. And I love the moment when they all hoist Adrian Alexa up on top of the fire high, uh, fire truck, and she starts seductively dancing. And yeah. every, they cut back to the firemen who all like collectively look like am i gay now is like as <laughs> yeah, if that's how no, it works like, like, uh, <laughs> like yeah it's the funniest thing and why are like half of their shirts off it's the weirdest see that that scene is more disjointed out of the movie than like half the pregnancy elements that actually was my least favorite scene because i'm like it's too long and then the dad comes in and the son adrian alexa just keeps dancing. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, you need to figure out when to quit here. This is time to be done. They put the slowest, weirdest song. How else are you supposed to dance that? Yeah. That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? I like the dad's response to that, though. When everybody sees his pride boy dancing like that on top of the fire truck, he goes home. Gets really drunk and spits alcohol all over his chest and lights himself a flame. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> but then he's perfectly fine. Like a second later. Well, he puts himself out pretty good. He puts himself out like pretty much off screen. And then he comes and helps to deliver a baby like instantaneously afterwards. <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere. She goes to him. Oh, that's right. She goes to him. But he's like tapping. He's like, huh. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, dude, you're on fire. <laughs> Remember when you lit yourself on fire five seconds ago? <laughs> but he's like suicidal. Yeah. Because he injects himself with the air. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we were trying to understand that scene because that's how I read it too. He injected himself with air and then almost dies. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't sure if like he'd overdosed on steroids. I saw this with two other friends and all three of us had different readings. Mine was that he injected himself with air because he was trying to not roid up anymore and he threw it away, then goes back, stretches it out and like jams himself full of air. Um, the other reading was like that he essentially double dosed on the steroids and possibly overdosed, but because he throws it out and then he picks it back up like he's trying to be better than that and realizes he can't and he jams himself in the butt again. Interesting. Cause my take was different, but still the air thing. Okay. Because directly after he throws the keys at Adrian, they leave. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was going, he was trying to kill himself. He just was like, F it. Like what's the point? I lost my son twice. Like, I'm not young like I used to be. I'm having trouble, like, doing these pull-ups that he's trying to do. And that he was trying to kill himself doing that. Because, like, they left and didn't say anything. Because the first chance they were able to leave, they left. Because wouldn't you? Yeah. (laughs) And so that's what I thought was the take, what was happening there. Interesting. Yeah. 
Because because I'm thinking, I think for me, being addicted to the steroid or whatever doesn't feel like it matches that person with what's going on in the movie. Yeah. But it could be both. It could be anything, really. But 100% was air and not more steroid. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because they throw it in the garbage can and he digs it out of the garbage but you put a certain amount in the syringe. Yeah. So if they pulled it all the way back, it's not like there was leftover in there. Yeah, true that. And even if it is, he pushed it all the way in, so it's full of air. And that won't guarantee kill you, but it definitely could try kill you. Yeah, that that would F you up. Mm-hmm. Probably would have died if uh, Adrian didn't come back and try to keep him conscious. Yeah. Um I also, uh, going back to another thing I liked, I liked the scene where, uh, like, the firefighter dad is trying to teach his son to be a firefighter paramedic person, and uh, they save somebody's life who's overdosed. Uh, that scene was really good. Yeah. Except for, that's not the song you use, but they can't use the real song because, copyright, Staying Alive oh. by the Bee Gees is the song you use. Yes, that is true. And, however, the... For them, it's probably different, and maybe since they're professionals, you're unless they changed this in the last year or so, they don't want people to do the respiratory part. Yeah, because it's more effective just to do the compressions. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting as a layman. You wouldn't have to do that part. Just so you're watching, if you're watching and you see that, don't start singing La Macarena. Also, the original version, which is. Not the version everybody knows would be the wrong beat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought that was that that amused me. But dun, 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 dun. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was good, and it was like a genuine moment where like that person saved a life instead of taking it. Yeah, which I think was a little bit of a turn, but not really. But like you could see that they felt something. Every time this movie tries to be a real movie. It'll give you a scene that's like a real movie, but then it like one eighties from it again, and there's like no, I I'm willfully not going to be a normal movie and give you traditional character development. You know what else is weird? Because conscience does not like the sun. No, because he knows it's not the sun. Yeah. However, the sun starts opening up. Because they have a weird dance at this bar. Yeah. They're always dancing. These are the danciest firefighters oh, and paramedics I've ever seen. <laughs> but they're dancing at the bar. And I'm like, a father and son doesn't dance like that, by the way. <laughs> like, not when they're that old. No. But you can see the shell being broken a little bit there. And why would conscience at this point be mad that the son and the father are bonding? Other than the fact that the son is starting to take his role over. Yeah, that's true. So he's mad because he's jealous. Yeah. Not because he truly wants to say, solve a murder. He just wants to, to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. So he's not even a good guy. How did you respond to the amazing scene where, like, the father and then the son have, like, the first moment of real conflict? The, and then the dad just starts dancing, just puts on music, and uh, like the it smash cuts to him like with his arms waving over his I head. I laughed incredibly <laughs> hard, and I'm like, "Yeah, dog, that's how you dance." That was my favorite 
like cutaway scene. Like it was so good. There's no buildup that would lead to that moment ever happening. And it just happens. And it's glorious. Cause you see the son tries to leave and the dad goes, hold on. I got to show you something or whatever. And then the music starts playing. So you still don't see the dad. The son goes around the corner and the dad's <laughs> doing his dance moves. I guess that would work. Yeah. But, so I'm all aboard that, and then they, but then I'm like, he's roid raging a little bit here and slapping the shit out of him. <laughs> it's, a, it's the weirdest scene. And then she goes to stab him with his, her fork, <laughs> and he's like, what's this little toy? And I'm like, that's when I think I fell in love. <laughs> no, that's when I was like, I like this dynamic because he, he, he knows that he was try, she was trying to kill him, but doesn't want to admit that it's wrong so just try to protect him anyway i don't know i like that whole i like that whole weird dynamic they had going on they were the best like couple in the movie or whatever except for when she kisses his stomach when she comes out of the woods yeah and i'm like i'm out i don't want any of this and he didn't want it either (laughs) and i'm like good yeah if that would have been if they would have did that differently i would have burnt down the movie <laughs> I'm like, if at any point the dad finds attraction to the fake son i'm out i'm 100 percent out like this is wrong on so many levels i like there's moments where you can kind of read there's moments where you can kind of read that like he might have a mild attraction to his son woman mm-hmm. <laughs> but Especially like the last thing he does after she she dies in childbirth. Last thing he does is kiss her, and there's like this rope of snot. Oh my god! I was so upset. I could. I was like, "That's the slimiest thing I've ever seen." I'm out. I didn't. The camera lingered on it for so long. And then he goes back for seconds, and then has even more snot coming. And I'm like, "What is this? Is this Anne Hathaway and Lay Miz in the bathtub with her snot bubble in her nose? This is worse." It was like, it was like the, the dripping, like the alien. It was just so gnarly. And there's motor oil everywhere. And yeah. I'm like, I'm getting double hearing. <laughs> I'm losing the gal. Um, and then the baby is just a baby with metal spine and like some metal on its head. Yeah. It had the same titanium plate spot as she did. What if it just grows into her again? <laughs> she, that's how she replicates yeah I like it <laughs> oh my god so do you have any other big thoughts about this not presently I guess I just I I yeah I have so many thoughts yeah that are you can't <laughs> say on this show because it is impossible to answer any of my questions because you either have to watch it, which you shouldn't. And if you do watch it, you wouldn't answer them either. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, there's no answers to any questions in this. This is a movie designed for you to talk about for the rest of your life. And I think I will. So, yeah. Yeah, And like, can, like you have to because you need answers. <laughs> um, so let's start off with some segments here. Yes. Would it be better with Michael Sarah? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it would be. And do you have an answer? Uh, where where do you land? I want it to be the main character. Oh. <laughs> I that is I like it. 
So, <laughs> okay. But, so it's the same dynamic, but he's wearing like fake like body. Yeah. And then when he's the son, he's just Michael Sarah, or just break like when it breaks the face, it just turns into Michael Sarah. And then that's so Michael Sarah whenever it's pretending to be the son, and then. The main actress when she's a back to undressed in the, her robe. That would be the best for me. That does sound amazing. Um, I'm your son, <laughs> Dad. Wake up. I the only one that I could think of that Michael Cera should have played was the car. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the baby. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> like she just gives birth to Michael Cera with car parts. <laughs> And a windbreaker. <laughs> and the weird molestache that he wears. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, those are the only two real good ones. I wouldn't replace the dad. He was perfect. No, he was amazing. He looked like he belonged in this movie. Like, you, in the best possible way. Not like to be mean. No, yeah. Like, he worked really well. And everybody also so, like, bland and nothing that it wasn't really, there aren't a lot of people. You could have Michael Sarah be conscience and just be like, I think he's uh, actually a woman. And I, I think I think she's the killer. <laughs> Nobody talks about my son, but it's important. <laughs> Michael Sarah could just replace everybody in the movie. Yeah, uh, it would be, and it wouldn't change anything. <laughs> it wouldn't. It would be the same movie, maybe a little better. Your response to the movie would be identical. Him dancing on the car. Oh my god! That I could actually see him dancing as if he like truck. choreographed that dance. Heck yeah, he works for me. Favorite character of the movie? Most valuable player? Uh, it's Juju, the guy that oh. is like just incredibly nice at the uh, house. You can, you can borrow my bed if you like. Yeah, like, don't kill that guy. No, he's a nice guy. You trying to get into the bathroom? <laughs> oh, is the bathroom occupied? Yeah, 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 dog. Why kill him? Because she didn't want witnesses. But man, he was the nicest guy. Justice for Juju. Justice for Juju is right. Get out of here, free Britney. (laughs) (laughs) We need justice for Juju. Yeah, that's my favorite character. No, it's not. My favorite character is the dad. He was my other favorite character. But Juju is a very close second. Yeah. And he's in it for 10 seconds. And it's the most (laughs) serene, he's genuinely nice. Gives her a hug because he thinks she's drunk or something. Yeah. Just a nice guy. Have to die for, for no raisins. Yeah. <sighs> Least favorite. Uh, I don't have... I guess... I don't have a least favorite character in this movie. I, if I were to say least favorite, it would probably be the woman who got her, like her nipple ring bit off just because I had to endure that. Okay. So that's my answer. <laughs> I thought she, I liked her. I liked her too. I was like, oh, she's not. Everybody's nice. That's a, a nice yeah. person. I hated her real father. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in it very little, but he's just a piece of garbage. And he knows that she's, and he finds out that she's killing everybody. So she burns down the house and kills him. Yeah, The, the movie just buzzes past that too. Like she slaughters her dad. And then the movie just keeps going, and they never once acknowledge it again. Yeah, because she hitchhikes, and then, like, yeah. she hitchhikes to the worst place ever, and then is so worried about her sketch photo that doesn't look anything like her. And I'm like, dog, 
when after she breaks her nose and everything, you could put fifty people in a room that looked exactly like that photo, and I would never have picked her. No. The uh, it's a weird thing too. The dad is the first character you're introduced to in this movie. Her like biological dad is the first character you're introduced to in this movie, and the movie kills him twenty minutes in. And uh, yeah, no acknowledgement, nothing. Like that's the movie forgot to movie. Like a normal movie would have acknowledged it or done something. This is just like yeah. I thought it was gonna be a real Babadook situation. Yeah, and then it just wasn't. No. Whatever. I didn't like him. Uh, I guess my actual answer uh, goes to the first guy that she kills that's like, dude, I want your autograph. And then, like, he starts, like, (coughs) macking on her. And uh, then, like, so I was, like, fine when she stabbed him in the head. Yeah, I didn't like him either. I don't like any sexual predators. Yeah, he was, like, too rapey for me. Like, come on, dude. I love you, but you don't probably feel the same way. No, she doesn't even know who you are, dude. You're just some guy. Yeah. Could you imagine being not famous, but just famous enough to have creeps like that? And think yeah. about all the famous people that have real creeps. Like, so many creeps. Yeah. And I feel bad say. about it. I do, too. Free Britney. <laughs> Free Britney. <laughs> um, worst, least favorite part of the movie? Least favorite part of the movie? Yeah. Uh, I I go to any of the body horror elements that made me freak right out. I guess it's the, the teeth on the nipple ring, because I can't unhear that sound. It's just etched <laughs> into my human. Somebody had to design that sound if it's made up. I know. God. Yeah, that's pretty bad. The that, face on the sink for my... Oh, yeah, that that's a good close second. Or when she's getting the titanium plate put into her head and, like, cutting her skull open. I watched Malignant. I still haven't seen that. Well, they have like a surgery thing at the very beginning, and that the whole credit scene is just disgusting surgery. Oh, so I was like, I'm desensitized from last week. <laughs> um, would you recommend this, or would you burn it down and leave? I would recommend this movie to who? All right, so here's the Prisoners. thing: this is not <laughs> this is not a movie for everybody. Anybody. So, like, if you're a general public person going to the movie theater for a good night out. This is probably not the movie for you. However, I would definitely recommend this over Venom. Um, That said, I think it is so artistically firing on all cylinders and executed well for the body horror uh, David Cronenberg style movie that it is that I can't not recommend it. However, it's a one-time view. This is like, you see it once, you're never going to watch it again. This is definitely a film snob movie. Yes. I will burn it down and leave. Everything you said, I agree with. (laughs) I would never recommend this to any human person on Earth. (laughs) You have to be... If you like this genuinely and think it's good, you have to be a very particular t- taste. I have a movie you can pair with this. So if this is, if you're listening and this movie is your thing, watch David Cronenberg's Crash. It was a movie that came out in 1995, and it's about people who get sexually aroused by car crashes. And so it stars James Spader, and they drive around getting into car crashes just so they can get groiny with one another. 
So it's just the reverse of what I thought the movie was going to be about. Yes. So she kills people so that she can get aroused to fight, to have sex with her car for boyfriend. Yeah, and it's like James Spader, Holly Hunter, uh, I think uh, the dude from the original Dune, uh, what's his name? Kyle McLaughlin is in it, I believe. My boy? I'm pretty sure. Um, I've seen it once. It's a... Uh, it's also a one-time only, but if you are in for a weird car crash night, watch Crash, 1995, not to be confused with the Oscar-winning Crash, David Cronenberg's Crash, and this movie, Tatane, make for one hell of an experience that you'll never survive. <laughs> My recommendation will be Rubber instead of this, if you want a movie with vehicles that are weird and that has like a weird twist or whatever. Or Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dogs. So we got one keep and one throw in the fire bin. So take that with what you will. Whoever's voice you like more, you should listen to. <laughs> I think that's a good rating system. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Uh, so tell me, uh, do you got any plugs? Uh, yes, I have a YouTube channel that is uh, slowly kicking off where I rant about movies at a camera without any edits or anything. It's just literally me talking to the camera for uh, a five to half hour. <laughs> five to half hour. <laughs> uh, it's called State of Flux. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, my review for Venom just came up. Hope to have a review for Tatane up shortly, if not, if it's not already up. And uh, uh, coming soon, I will do Lamb. Nice. Um, what's it called? State of Flux. Sweet. Check it out. Check it out. And uh, you can find me on YouTube under Red Persona Studios. i am got one episode up right now. But uh, I'm building up a little back catalog so I can release them uh, more consistently. So in case I need to take a week off or something, that you'll have something to watch for a couple of weeks. So check us out, Red Persona Studios. Um, obviously, you know where to find this podcast if you're listening. Tell your friends about it. It's on, it's on uh, Stitcher Premium. It's on regular Stitcher. It's on Spotify, the one that I was trying to say at first, but I forgot. And <laughs> anywhere else you can find podcasts. Um, Leave a review for us. We love reviews. Subscribe to State of Flux, Matt's YouTube channel, yes. because he needs it. Hook him up. He's got great reviews on there. I watch them every time, and then I <laughs> sometimes comment. So you can say hi to me in the comments if you really want to. Um, otherwise, that's it for this week. Um, so that's all I got. <laughs> that's how I'm ending it, too. Bitch. Bye.